Right, welcome to uh, Mercury Vibe episode 13, okay? And I'm here with a Kiwi legend. So what I'd like you to introduce yourself, Aaron. Uh, say hello to the crowd. Yeah, g'day. G'day, yeah. Isn't that Australian? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So today we've got Aaron, okay? And Aaron's in our Belfast boot camp. He's one of our veterans. And um, he's not an enigma, but he, <laughs> he comes along, he goes away, so... Basically, what I'm going to explain, Aaron, is we do this podcast so everyone gets to find out members they didn't know about, okay? And thanks very much for coming along, okay? Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to find out a little bit about you and a bit about your background. And I've got a couple of things in my head I want to ask you. Um, so, in a nutshell, who is Aaron? Um, well, a Kiwi. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. I was actually on my way to Montreal. I had a job in Canada. Right. And I stopped over here to train some local guys for a couple of months. And 15 years later, I'm still here. What did you, when you were here, meet a woman? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of thing. Because it's great that we've got, obviously, you're from New Zealand. Uh, everyone can hear from that. Um, uh, we've had Megan on. South African. Yeah. So now we've got, yeah, 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 yeah. Now we've had a Kiwi on. So we're definitely getting uh, quite an international flavour. I have to get Rui on for the Portuguese. So, and then we've got, Sa- who else we've got? Andrea, she's Spanish. So we're going to have to get a few more um, non-locals, shall we say. But so, okay, so you came, you come across uh, and you met a woman 15 years ago. You're meant to go to Canada and you realise Northern Ireland's uh, so much better than Canada. Um so what is it you do? What, what uh, I am a wind. My background is wind turbines, wind analysis, wind construction. Anything okay. to do with the wind industry. I've been working in the wind industry since about nineteen ninety six. Right. Okay. So um, wind and solar is what I do now. I work for a okay. private equity fund. Got my own company. Yeah. I build, manage, operate assets all over Europe. So France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Amazing. Norway. Got some hydro in Norway that we look after. And I basically just manage the technical operations of all of the solar and wind assets for a large multinational private equity fund. Well, that's amazing because I only found that out a couple, what was it, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, and exactly. you went, yeah, I have my own business. I was like, what? <laughs> and he went, yeah, no, I, I work from here and I have I have all over all over Europe. I have uh, contracts and stuff. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Because and then cause that, that, we were just talking previously. It's so funny because people come to the boot camp and then they're there for an hour and they go away. And then they don't know. It's it's like you can. Well, I suppose you can be anyone who you want to be at Mercury. Exactly. You can come and you could be. You could do, it doesn't matter. We have all walks of life. And another one, Sally. I love her. You know, she speaks North Down. You know, she's a North Down lady. Has a couple of bottles of wine before she comes to class. Um, but no one knows really what she does. Uh, just uh, uh, and a bit like yourself, which is brilliant. So, so you started that company up yourself. Uh, come across here. Um, did a bit of training, met a woman, and went. Oh, 15 years later, I'm still here. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go a bit in the background of your training as well, and sure. see what. So uh, because you're becoming a bit of a beast in the session now, even though you finished there, you're running off uh, after the session. Was that to get more maps? <laughs> no, well, I'm trying to catch up to Ellie. He's he gets more and he does half the work. So I don't know how. Oh, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> does that, um, so yeah, so. I remember you said you did you work did you go and train with BMF before I you? Did, I did BMF in two thousand nineteen for about a year and a half. I lived next to Battersea Park and I was a bit bored. Right, okay. So I saw them training, went down, and had a go, and I quite enjoyed it. Like yeah. Running around outside. 
yeah, so you enjoy the outdoor training, but exactly. but would do would that be due to the culture back in New Zealand? Would be quite that be quite. Yeah, I, played, uh, I, loved, I, loved, I played a lot of sport when I was young. I played rugby, wrestling, mm. motocross, anything. I did it basketball, hockey. Yeah, I used to do a lot of sport, and it came to the UK, and it's just you know it's very hard to, especially Northern Ireland, they're very kind of cliques. There's there's a lot of kind of. I would hard say to break into social groups. Yeah, yeah, no, you're completely right. It's it's amazing that Northern Ireland is such a community based place yeah. but it's also very much unless you're in from the beginning yeah. who are you you're a bit of a not it's not a stain on them that, that we say that it's a, but it is very guarded when you come along and go in who are you what do you want exactly. uh, what, what, what is it you're trying to do and actually that's why i love mercury in that respect is that it's just an open bit it's just anyone can come in it's not it's not hard. You do. We yeah, not, not everyone's from the same background, which is quite helpful. Yeah. So everyone's kind of mixture. There's a mixture of people. It's quite. Um, you can't say everybody's. You know, particularly fit. Yeah. You can't say everybody's particularly. You know. Lazy. So, in that respect, it's quite good to kind of come in and push yourself. I, I quite. What, what really motivates me is seeing someone who sh- looks like they shouldn't be fitter than me running past me, and I'm thinking, no way. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a yeah misconception. Sometimes people look at people and go, they should be fit. I've had that loads of times in the army. Um, you wouldn't believe how many boys that you looked at sometimes, and you've gone, ah, oh, they're not fit, and actually are beasts, absolute yeah. beasts. And then and then I've had lads who. No, there's the body. The army was predominantly probably why you find the classes a lot of running. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but um, that would be an aspect, and you'd look at that lad and go, right, well, he's going to be a racing snake. And actually, he was just. I've had lads who not an ounce of fat on them, and were just passing their fitness tests. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't. They looked like they were should be fit. No and actually, they weren't as fit as you you thought. And I've had people come in, and you go, fucking hell. And it's surprising that you look at them and go, but they they smash it in. They're quite. Yeah. They're quite. You know, fit and but they they look like they shouldn't be so fit, but they are. Um, so sometimes the old saying "Don't judge a book by its cover" exactly. can be, yeah, it can be, can be. So going back to New Zealand, because I want to, I want to really get into this. And people is, you said about um, you played every sport going. Okay, exactly. would that be down more to cultural background? Is in New Zealand, it's it's promoted more to be to play sports because when you come to England, yet yeah, there's a lot of sports played in England. There's, there's tons. The population is obviously New Zealand population is only five million, whereas in the UK, it's 60, 67 million, okay? But did you, surely you would think, well, it'd be easier to play sport here. Did you find that actually was the opposite? Definitely the opposite. It's a lot harder to play sport here. There's different types of people play sport. You've got, one thing which is very different here, you've got so many television channels. Coming from New Zealand, when I was there, we had four channels and they were all shit. Right. <laughs> so it just, used to be that way. Yeah, Don't yeah, trust yeah, me. It used to be that way. This you way. You went yeah. outside and you did stuff and you got busy and you know you didn't, right. you didn't sit around and watch the TV. Whereas here, it's very easy. Also, the weather helps a lot. You know, you don't realise when it's warm, you get a lot more sunny days. You know, you can almost guarantee you're going to have decent, you know, weather at some point during the season. Whereas here, you can guarantee it's going to be cold and miserable. Right. Or winter. I would have thought New Zealand would be quite rainy. Would it not be? It's wet. But, you're wet. Yeah, no, but it's usually warm. New Zealand, well, yeah. Very rare to, you know, go below kind of, depends where you are in New Zealand, but below kind of 19. Okay, yeah. Then, you, you wouldn't see that for very long. Yeah, because playing rugby here when the pitch is frozen, you probably wouldn't get that, would you? We do. It, when I, I, trained, I used to play rugby down south, the bottom of South Island. Yeah, it was okay. very cold. You, you know, used to got knocked out a few times. 
hitting the, hitting the ground. ground yeah. <laughs> There's nothing worse when you hit the, a hard concrete mud. Yeah. You know, it should be soft and you hit it and go, oh, I don't fancy this. Yeah. And your knees, uh, no, um, yeah, because I still love my rugby and miss uh, playing, to be honest. Uh, really, really, really do. But um, so going, so I'm going back to your upbringing when you're training. It was always promoted because you, you feel because there was not many channels. But then I'd say the same because we're about the same age, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you're you're quite a bit younger. Am I? Am I? <laughs> yeah. How old are you now? Forty-five. Okay, so five years. Yeah. yeah. So, but we brought you grew up in the eighties, yeah. early nineties, so same as me. And in England, we had channel BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, and Channel Four. Until you, so, so, yeah, um, and they were they were shit as well. Um, so what you're saying is you feel that today's society has so much of fingertips, it's easier just to yeah, it's relax. easier to sit around and push a button and get you know satisfied that way. Whereas yeah, we had to go outside and there was no internet back then. So yeah, and just, so it's just a lot easier. You didn't have mobile phones. Mm, I know, thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you went and played every sport um, going, which is great. So you you feel that, but. Is that still in society? Is that still oh, the same no, way in New Zealand? Changed, was it? Changed, yeah, it's, it's completely changed as well. New Zealand is one of the most obese nations in the world. Is that because the Polynesian? Uh, because uh, naturally, no, they there would be. Uh, I just think there's a lot when you're when you're um, when it's warm and you're comfortable and you can eat as much as you want, then you, you know it's pretty natural that you're going to get obese. So right, there's okay. a lot of comfortable people in New Zealand. Really, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't have thought that. Considering there was talk about the All Blacks, how they their fitness level was always probably the fittest team. I know we talk about skill level, but actually they always used to talk about actually the New Zealand fit team was always well, the fittest. Yeah, that's quite. There's different reasons for that. New Zealand rugby system has got a lot to play. They they do yeah. by weight rather than by age. Yes, I know that. That's why Lomo at the time was playing a couple of years above his exactly. age grade. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's my kind of year and age. Yeah, I, I was seventy-four kilos when I was thirteen. So I was right. Okay. I was just playing with the big boys when I was only a young fella. So yeah, a lot of those guys in the All Blacks, they were, you know, the, especially the bigger guys, they were playing with a much older age group, age group so they're much younger age. Yeah, so they come in at twenty, and you think, well, they should only be twenty years old, but they've been playing with men since they were sixteen, fifteen. So yeah, it's not a big step for them. That's interesting. I because I, I remember when I played, I was playing adult rugby at seventeen. So in England, uh, you couldn't play adult rugby until you were 17 years old. And so I was playing rugby at 17 in adults. Now, it wasn't a great standard, the club, but it was brilliant. It just for, for it was my local club. But then I remember going, because I was still playing at college, and when I was playing college rugby, I didn't feel that I was actually a lot stronger because I'd had that playing in with adults because yeah. they were just, you know, I was playing with farmers who were 30-year-old yeah, yeah. farmers and they're just hard, strong blokes. I, I, I was a farmer. That's yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it definitely gets you uh, strong in that respect. Yep. So I definitely saw when I was going playing that level, now the skill level was, they were great at that youth level, but I felt my strength was definitely, I felt the benefit of playing with a, 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 a stronger group then when when I want to play back like our Norfolk under twenty ones and stuff like that, yep. definitely saw the, the difference. So maybe yeah, that's why they're ahead. So so I didn't really realize that New Zealand obesity is one of the highest second highest in apart the world. From America, really? Yeah, yeah. If I, and it, I, New Zealand, Australia, very similar. They're, but the, they're both a, a lot of large people walking around. I remember seeing Tongans in. Afghan, and they are big, yeah, and they were they, they were called the top. There was their top, there was their version, of the Royal Marines. Yeah. Now they were. I mean, I was. I thought they were eating children to get that size. <laughs> they were just like have a child. They were just big, yeah, huge, big huge, yeah, big yeah. huge men. And I, I just wondered with that. Well, they'd be a very similar society, wouldn't they? 
um, relaxed, lethargic. Exactly. Yeah, um, no pressure. A bit like the Caribbean. I've done if you've been there. And yep. It's like it's like laid, laid back, back yeah. laid back. But then how are they also fast? Uh, they really are. <laughs> the Jamaican sprint team are yeah. amazing. Exactly. Um, but it's interesting. Yeah, you say so. You had an upbringing, and that's and you can kind of see that in your training. Yeah, I because, did a lot of press ups and sit ups when I was. I did wrestling for maybe four or five years. I've right. Okay. A couple of New Zealand. I wouldn't say titles, so I've got second in a couple of competitions. Brilliant. So it's pretty good. We used to wrestle the American team that came over every second year. We had a guy, Brock Lesnar, came over. Brock Lesnar, right, yeah. And they saw him and was like, oh, she, he's pretty good. Yeah, was he not at WWE? He, he went to yeah. WWE, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's a big unit, isn't he? Exactly. So, but you brought him in that culture, so then that's the way you train. You can see when you train, you you, you, you smash it out. Push, yep. Yeah, and, but that's because that was your upbringing, and that, that sort of set yeah, you. Exactly. My mind is a lot stronger than my body now, which is, used to be the other way around. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see where you're coming, but you'd like your body to move as quick as your mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 one thing which I do is quite bad. I push through injuries, just keep going, and say, I'll, I'll be able to get through it. And, and eventually, this what happened. I started, did my six weeks, and my Achilles failed on week seven yeah i remember i remember <laughs> saying yeah i said I, I was pushing and pushing that last week to try and lose the weight and i think yeah. i did 21 pounds or something. you did yeah you smashed it yeah you did real so but i the, the week after i i couldn't walk i had i think 12 physio sessions to try and walk right properly. so anyone listen to this if you get an injury coming don't push through it okay yeah. uh, all right so that, that, that that's i know yeah because you had a couple of i mean i was messaging just checking up seeing how you were because yeah. i wanted you back i wanted you back training and i know the lockdown didn't help online classes i remember your first online class i can remember it was a lot different than you thought it was going to be wasn't it yeah it was a lot it, of, it didn't stop it was yeah i um do you know what do you know what it's strange with them i liked in the online classes because when we're taking a class like we just we, Aaron's just literally had a class an hour ago uh with me and it's all well and good you know when we're taking a class I'm taking it and but I do like to do it and then you go actually fucking hell Jay's Jay can cut it even though he tells us to do it I can cut it the online classes were great for that respect because I got to be training the exact yeah, same exactly. level use and then you just got to see actually Jay isn't uh isn't this? He's uh, just not shouting loud. He can do it as well. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because you've got to be able to back up what you can do. I think you never ask someone to do something you're not prepared to do yourself. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I mean that that sprint session in the heat that was hideous. It was just wrong. <laughs> wrong on so many levels. And I was sweating out. And I even I was going, this is hard work. But my my zone said different. <laughs> it's I, not mine. I was like, I never got red. I was yeah, like on the last lap. I saw Jay on the hill, and I said, "I'll have you." So have that, and that, that hill, though, that long hill, and I was going. I'm pushing myself to what I felt was like, or maybe it was just the legs had just been jelly. Yep. So my, I had more in me. Yep. I just couldn't. My legs didn't want to work. A bit like that. My mind wants to work, but <laughs> yep. my, my body uh, won't. Exactly. Um, oh, but that was that was that was awful. Okay, so go back to you at BMF. So even though you may your uh, future wife were you working out of London sometimes as well is that I, I, actually, I moved to London in 2004 I went to Edinburgh for a couple of years as a consultant okay and then my visa ran out so I, I applied for a visa to go to a job in Canada which I could get of course yeah. under 30 I went to got the job on the way I was supposed to stop in Belfast ended up being stuck here yeah eventually you know dated a girl a couple of years we went back to Australia New Zealand for a couple of years and then we came back here and kind of 2012-13 been here ever since did uh, how did she find it there she loved it she didn't want to come back I, I really she, she stayed over a bit longer than i did because she liked it so much and then you brought in, her back here Australia. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i reckon i don't know my saying that they i find normal i should no matter what they're still very they like coming back home yeah exactly they, they, they like their home and uh well it was funny because me and ali were talking 
Uh, it's so funny how many um, Northern Irish women you find with all other nationalities. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I've seen something about the local men, um, <laughs> but you never really find it that way other way around. Because, but but I think that comes down to women are just probably more wanted to stay close by, whereas we're quite open. The alpha males are happy to get up, move, uh, you know, and set and set yeah, camp exactly. up in another place. Yeah. Uh, it's quite it's quite uh, animalistic. Um, so uh, so yeah, no, it's um, it's yeah, it's 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 an interesting uh, thing. And I, I love it. I love the diversity of that. And that's it comes back to Mercury, the, the diversity. Um, but yeah, so what do you think? What ahead? What's your goals at the minute? Have you got any goals to um, question, to, uh, to you setting I, yourselves? I probably should have. Um, I, I, when I first started, I, I was really strict on the diet. So the diet was, you know, that was my key to, to lose the weight because I was overweight and I, it was hard to tell my shoelaces. I thought, this is not sustainable. I can't do this. Yeah. Um, but now that's kind of gone. I, I, I my kind of goal now is to just do it regularly, be consistent, mm-hmm. and, and improve, constantly improve. I will stick to the diet again if I want to, you know, kind of drop another couple of kilos. But I'm yeah. quite happy, quite quite um, happy to maintain hundred kilos about where I am. Yeah, which is good, which is interesting because that's why we talk about long term having that. It's not, it's not, it's not about being perfect and getting to the what you think is a finished article yeah. it's about actually being happy in a place where you go in right that's that's where i need to be and if i need to switch it on i know how to do it yeah exactly just uh, yeah diet, i can drop the kilos and yeah when you do wrestling you you have very strict targets of weight because you you fight yeah so we we look two three weeks ahead and say what do i need to do to get to that weight do i eat rice mm. or am i am i eating lots of carbs to try and get heavier yeah i don't want to wrestle that big guy is he's the you know the in the minimum weight yeah so the diet for me was the easy bit um to be quite strict on it but for me the kind of long-term goals are just to improve my fitness keep me going and not injure myself yeah, that's key. In not injuring yourself, I would say, is a very, <laughs> is a very, is a very key one. Uh, but definitely, I love the competition. You, you can see the competitiveness because obviously in the my zone uh, now in the leagues. And where are you back? Where are you sitting in that? Oh, I'm six, but to be honest, the, the, the my zone is a bit disappointing because I go to the same class as Ali and he gets double the points. But you, know, you say that he don't get double the points. But what's now happened with Ali is actually he is now he getting a little bit easy. fitter. So he yep. is actually now having to find this. A little bit that's, harder, that's a little bit harder. Me, yeah. yeah, well, it does happen though. As you get a bit more, it does get harder to get into those zones. Yeah, sometimes. what happens is recovery. I recover much quicker. Quicker, and then it drops down, yeah, and you're exactly. like, so actually, you're detesting the fact that you're getting fitter. Yeah, you you have to actually really push. Whereas yeah. before, you just you just had to kind of try a bit, and and the the red would come. Well, what's good, interesting? I said I'm going to do a post about my zone, um, on basically what I did was i did two warm up i do always do 5k warm up when i ever do a session i'll I'll run 5k and this is where i was talking about today the organic and the um what was the word i ever used you've got organic workout and you've got a uh, like a a pacific workout training how to use my zone when you're doing pacific training on your own to utilize it to get better and fitter because what i did was i did a i did a 5k where i literally didn't have any didn't set any targets didn't set anything the only target i said is i wanted to run 5k in under 24 minutes so i started off at speed and then i realized i was looking at it so i was going right i need to get a bit quicker i did and i just and i chased i kind of chased my tail and i I, I did it in 23 37 then the next day i went right i'm going to now try and use my zone where i'm going to sit at 
because I looked at what effort level I said I'm gonna I'm gonna get to myself to 84% effort level because I had my phone at I'm gonna get there quick and whatever speed I'm at that that gets me that I then gonna sustain that speed and believe it or not I did it in 23 minutes I spent five minutes in the red the day before and in this one I spent one minute in the red so my effort level I, I was I was less fatigued and I was 37 seconds quicker because I utilized went right that's from training time and I kind of want people to understand yeah, yeah, to use that. It'd be keep the constant speed at a lower pace. So know, yeah, so I actually gun. was quicker yeah. because I didn't I didn't have to put more energy in at the end to catch it up because uh, I was chasing my tail. But people are not people get a bit frustrated about the points, yep. which the points will come. But actually utilize it to go right. Um, and I I actually found out I trained better with heart rate when I was training for a marathon. Um, I try to do timings, right, I want to be under this time, I'm going to run this pace, this pace. And actually, that wasn't working for me. And I went, right, I'm going to run at this heart rate. And then after a while, my time started getting quicker because I sustained that heart rate, but I, got, I was getting fitter. And it's great when you see that, you can show, oh, right. Um, but yeah, so it, it's a great tool, like you said, but when you see others, you're going, right. But then just spurs you on to work a bit harder. I, I think what will happen is eventually, after a few months, the groups will sort themselves out. And you'll have the real tryhards and the tryhard group. And well, we oh, we nearly get it there because, yeah, because it's such a new, the leagues, yep. we are having, but now we're actually starting to, even though this is only second month, isn't it? It's second or third month. Third month yeah. So third or fourth, yeah, fourth and fifth month, I think we're then, so yeah, then really, and then it will, yeah. It'd be yeah. nice to have, you know, three or four playing for the top position and, you know, and each uh, one. only a session or two in it. Yeah, well, at the minute, the elite one, it's honestly, there's like Wayne's seventh, eighth. He's on 2,000 points. I'm, I'm, I'm the, between like fourth and sixth, there was 50 points. Yeah, that's what and you it, want it to be. Yeah, you want it to have that competitive. Yeah, you want to be able to see that if you do a little bit more next week or you're yeah, not you doing can, it close. But why I did it, to be honest, was um, when we used to do the old way. Do you remember? We, I don't know if you were in it when we used to have one big league. Yeah, yeah, I did. People got people who were fortieth would go. Didn't try. Didn't yeah. care because it's yeah. no near. But now you can be fortieth and actually you'd be second in your league. Yep. So now instead of being fortieth, you're second in your league. It then gives you that. Megan's a perfect example. She was she finished second in her league, whereas she was before never anywhere near that. So yeah, I think it will it will uh, balance uh, balance quite a bit out. Um, mate, that is honestly, if time flies when you're having fun, yep. um, look, thanks very much for coming in, Aaron. Uh, I think people were great to hear a little bit about, about your background, that they didn't know you had a business, um, and to hear why you are the way you are when you train because of basically the way you're, you're bringing. And we learned a little bit about New Zealand, <laughs> that is the second most obese uh, nation in the world. Okay. Um, so, really, what I need to do is take Mercury to New Zealand. Don't think you get anyone signing up. Do you reckon? Maybe the rugby clubs would, but they've got their training already. They do their own. Well, clearly not. They're second most obese. You're 50% probably training hard and 50% watching TV. Yeah, I know, but you, you, it's, it's getting the whole... I actually think the Aussies have got it quite well. The Aussies are very... They... What I was shocked to discover when I moved to Australia in 2000, and six months after I moved there, I realised I had a hole in my camper van roof. It never, ever rained. Right. <laughs> it just They can play cricket all year round. Yeah. It, it doesn't rain. They, it, you understand quickly why they... The number one, used to be number, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The cricket here, you might have, you know, 10 games scheduled and play five or six. Yeah, yeah, which is a bit of a nightmare. Exactly. Yeah. So that's their advantage. But what I love about the Aussies is if they've got the world ping-pong champion... He'll get the same coverage on the back page as their uh, uh, best swimmer, their the best rugby player, which is that uh, they just love winners. New Zealand's the same. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But I just think they've got it tweaked. They their sport got, of excellence. They've, they've got, got that. AFL, yeah. Yeah. NFL, yeah. They've got a lot of competing sports. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Which New Zealand 
Yeah, rugby. Rugby. Cricket's come on. Netball, yeah, not netball. And then football. I mean, we got to the World Cup a couple of years ago. We Italy out of the World Cup. They were the World Cup champions. Yeah. But yeah, when you've got just a couple of sports, you can really be amazing at one. Um, That's why you think Wales should be a lot better. (laughs) 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 Any Welsh listen? I don't know if we've got any Welsh people in the boot camp. Well, yeah, but we're consistently. We're always about that. We we had one off year. We were were fifth. Well yeah, but all the three years before we had older, did we not beat um we beat France, did we? Yeah, we beat France as well. Yeah, but you were below them on the table. Yeah, I know, but we still beat them. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we beat the French. True, yeah. Um but it's like that advert where they go and they go, England, the Welsh and the Scottish go, England, and then the Italian or the Italians, England and the French, England, and then they go to the England fans. The the question comes up. So who who do you care about beating the most? And they were like, uh, France, Wales, everyone just wants to beat England. Always. Oh, yeah, everyone yeah. in the world. Everyone in the world wants to beat England. English people travel one day, they're shocked to actually see it's true. Yeah, yeah, like, we generally do hate you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. <laughs> I never take it. I take it as, uh, I like Thomas. it. Yeah. Right, Aaron, again, thanks very much for coming along. Uh, brilliant podcast. I look forward to everyone uh, hearing this uh, when it comes out and getting to learn a bit more about Aaron, which is great. Um, especially because there's the Aaron and Bangu who started the exact same time. Sometimes I go, yeah. which Aaron is it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he's not a Kiwi. And Chloe as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, Chloe. I'll have to get her in. That would be a hoot. Um, but thanks very much for coming in. I know you're a busy man with uh, obviously keeping the world powered with wind. Um, so thanks very much, Aaron, for coming in and look forward to our next episode. Thank you.